This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Snowfall Season 6, Episode 9, Sacrifice is over, but we got y'all here on the Connect on Post Show Recaps. I'm Chappelle, and I'm back, and I'm excited to talk to you about this penultimate episode of Snowfall on FX. This week's episode was a doozy, to say the least, and I know we have a lot to talk about, so uh, I do need to introduce my co-host, one of the plugs here on the Connect, Latanya Starts. Latanya, what's up? I'm, I'm fine. Uh, everything good? is Everything, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. You're fine. Everything's I'm, good. Everything's great. Nothing stressful about this episode. Not Nothing a tense. single thing. You know, I uh, was actually just whistling the whole time. Yeah, the whole uh, time. Just like humming a tune. Mm-hmm. It was great. Really good to work out too. Yeah. <laughs> no episode. shocking endings at all to this nope. episode. No. Know? Every character ended up exactly where I thought they would in the end. 
Yeah, no. So we got a lot to talk about in regards to this most recent episode. I've seen the internet has been buzzing, but I haven't actually got into a lot of discourse. I haven't been active on Twitter lately, so I've been missing it. But I'm pretty sure I got the gist of it just from the little bit I've seen. Um, So I'm sure we're going to get into that a little bit later. Uh, But first, of course, this is the penultimate episode. And that means we have one more episode to go. And then Snowfall's over. And we have wrapped up yet another show here on The Connect. We've completed insecure atlanta and now snowfall and so uh there's a void of of content (laughs) for us now and um we have to figure out what's next so thank you all for listening to us thus far if you jumped in on insecure if you jumped in atlanta or if this is your first time with the we got y'all crew with the connect uh then thank y'all for joining us because it's been a great time uh latanya we did get some feedback in our email did you see that i didn't I'm glad okay. that you and Mari are better at email than I am. <laughs> well, uh, I saw the email, and it's actually uh, not feedback about the podcast in general, but somebody gave us some Future Connect Projects uh, email, okay? Ooh. Yes. So this is from John O., and it says, hey, LaTanya, Mari, and Chappelle, just want to say how much I enjoy your podcast, though I'm likely far from your typical demographic. Nonetheless, I've always watched the kind of shows you tend to cover long before PSR started covering these. For a forthcoming podcast, might I suggest the show Blind Spotting on Stars? The first two half hours uh, episodes of season two just dropped tonight, and they were excellent. It stars the a wonderful Jasmine Cephas Jones and uh, features a young, vibrant cast. While it deals with some serious subject matters like the prison system and racist, uh, racist microaggressions, it does so with great humor and a very musical tone and actual dance numbers. The episode I just watched featured a great uh, cameo by Too Short. Uh, so oh, the wow. Series, uh, yeah. Um, and oh, oh yeah, David Diggs is is one is the creator. Okay, I see. This. Yeah, because Jasmine Cephas Jones was in the original production right. of Hamilton, and he's in the original uh, Blind Spotting. I think it's a movie, right? It started off as a movie, and now Did it's it? a TV series. Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure I saw that film in 2018. Okay, um, and so yeah, I think yeah, I think they're both in it actually. Oh, so wow. yeah, so um, yeah, this is our our most la- our latest uh, suggestion. It says not sure if you have seen this, but I do believe the show is right up your alley, and at the same time, radically different than anything else the crew has covered. Hope you consider this this a truly underappreciated show that deserves the thoughtful attention and entertaining analysis that you all bring to every podcast. Thanks for many hours of excellent podcasts. Keep up the great work. Uh, peace. John Octavia. Uh, Thanks, Octaviano. John. Yes. Okay. So that being said, Lasagna, we have to add that to our short list of possibilities. We do. We do. Um, I think the one downside is that it sounds like it's two seasons in. I mean, that has never stopped us before. <laughs> <laughs> How many seasons in was this show? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was six seasons in. <laughs> we were literally starting season six when we jumped in on that. Uh, so I don't think an issue with that. I think my only trepidation would be starting in the middle of the second season. Uh, yeah. Maybe if they have a third season, we hop mm-hmm. in, do our normal recap thing. Yeah, and, of and catch up. one and two and catch up. Yeah, perhaps maybe start, talk about the Blind Spider movie. I think there's something there if mm. we have the capacity to do it. So again, I love singing and dancing. Uh, I too like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, musicals aren't normally my bag, and so uh-huh. I'm very excited to see what this means. I don't think the first one. I don't think I knew that this was a mute. Like I've heard of this show, and I've seen commercials for it because of other yeah. stuff I watch on Showtime. But I didn't know there was a musical production. 
component yeah, to it. Yeah, definitely a musical element according to this email. And so, uh, yes, add that to the list. If you are listening to this and you uh, want to hear us talk about blind spotting, please add us on Twitter. Uh, you know where to find us. Or send us an email uh, at our email address at postshowrecaps.com. That's connect at postshowrecaps.com. So, Latanya, mm, anything you want to say before we get into this episode? Oh, mama. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I think that just about sums it up. Yep. So uh, we will be right back after this ad break to talk about the penultimate episode of Snowfall right after this. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. The episode starts with Franklin letting Louie know that the DEA has been watching and they're about to raid her house. He tells her to run and run she does. Uh, this leads me to believe that they're, they're probably on like square terms, you know, at the very least. You know, he's helping. He's throwing her a bone because he could have mm-hmm. just let her get raided. Um, I guess he could have given her more notice than the cops will be there immediately. Get out now. Yeah. It was more like the cops are out at your door. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I know you have a ring doorbell and you can probably see it yourself. But just in case you notice, you haven't noticed uh, you're getting raided right now. Those um, didn't exist then. Yeah, of course not. And so uh, he was her ring doorbell. So I, got, mm-hmm. I have to give him a little credit because he didn't have to do anything. 12%. 12% credit. <laughs> that works for me. Um, so, of course, Louie gets up and she goes to pick up her guy who is no one other than Buckley. Uh, she, she catches Buckley up on everything and tells him that Franklin doesn't know uh, he's involved and that, you know, she should feel some type of way that Franklin waited until the last minute to tell her that they were onto her. Um, she tells Buckley that she has about a million dollars and an escape house in Ojai. And this snake just immediately demands half the money. Half the damn money. I haven't trusted a character played by Brandon J. McLaurin since the killing. Like, I just ha- I can't trust him. He lost the I- Power Rangers. <laughs> you know, like, listen, of all the Power Rangers to be, you want to be the police? Okay. <laughs> Dino Thunder was just right there. Right there. <laughs> I'm so tired of Buckley's ass. I don't know what to do. Like, I just... I'm Imagine being in such a terrible state that the, your only phone call is Buckley. 
Right. You down That's bad. bad. Yeah. And, and this man is on crack. You know, <laughs> he stops not to go to the bathroom, but to smoke more crack. Yeah. He's like, oh, I got to go pee. Or also known as smoke crack behind the tree. <laughs> you know, it's it's so weird because you we saw the effect that crack had on uh, Franklin's ex-girlfriend. Um, forget her name, but, you know, she did yes. crack and then immediately was uh, strung out in a crack house about to, immediately. you know, that's lose how it all. It, that's how it goes. Except for Buckley, who is the police. He just seems to be he a real functioning police. crackhead. Yeah, he was a, yeah. a former He's police a officer. He's a very high-functioning crackhead. Very high-functioning crackhead, which, I mean, they exist, but, you know... It's just odd to see him, you know, this this savvy, I guess, at this point. Yeah. Asking for half of the money that somebody has squirreled away for the rainiest day is a lot, especially when you're just giving them a ride to Ojai. Mm-hmm. Like you're literally, you're supposed to be this person's right head one, you know, person. They've they've been utilizing you. You've been they've obviously been paying you. So it's not like this is a random stranger who you came across who had money. This is you being like the biggest snake in the entire show. And I didn't like it. I don't like Buckley. And I'm happy that during his crack break, um, Louis got the better of him. Because so yes. what happens is they pull up to Louis' escape house. Buckley's asking a bunch of questions, acting very shifty. He says, I'm going to go pee. But as we know, he goes behind a tree, does a little crack like it's normal. And while he's out being a crackhead, Louis <laughs> demands to see the pager. Now, this is Chekhov's pager because she's asked about this pager. We mm-hmm. saw Buckley missed the page because he was doing crack, as he is one to do. And he lied and said that Jerome never paged him on that night. But now we know what Louis' motive is here. She wants to know if uh, if he was ever paged. She doesn't believe Buckley, and she makes him pull out the pager. And this is the type of resolution I crave in this season, LaTanya. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, uh, this is really good, like, uh, foreshadowing and then, like, bringing it full circle. And I'm glad that we got to see this actually happen. I'm glad for the power of the mind in the 1980s where you actually memorized numbers and yes. you knew whether or not somebody had called somebody. Uh, that would never happen today. Never. Ever. Not to me. Not to me. Yeah. I don't uh, know anyone's number. Like I know like my mom's <laughs> and that's it. I don't know my work number. Yeah. I don't, yeah, that's, that's it. I have no emergency contacts. If, if, if have, my phone goes, I go. Yep. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't really know. I mean, I this is a superpower to me that she does mm-hmm. this. Um, I've always believed in Louie and always thought <laughs> that she was a superhero. So I'm not surprised that she does this. She shoots awfully close to him when, when she's <laughs> pulling this whole thing off. I'm like, damn, okay. I would take yeah. you seriously too. And uh, yeah, we saw that he did call. He did page him to come and help. Yeah. And uh, Latanya, you ever had a pager? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, because mm-hmm. I I don't know why. Like, I don't know why I needed a pager. I was in high school. <laughs> in case you needed to rush off to the ER to go do a surgery <laughs> on somebody. Well, my mom was an ER nurse. And so okay. she just had like, was like pagers all around. Like if I have a pager, <laughs> you all have a pager. And so, yeah, sometimes I would get paged at school and, and it was like the it thing to have a pager in school. Yeah. Um, so that was exciting, but it was always just home, you yeah. know, it wasn't yeah. it's like, like, Oh, I, I wonder who's paging me. <laughs> I, I wasn't doing any complex drug operations. Right. Uh, so yeah, uh, I did have a pager a very, very long time ago. Wow. That's a crazy memory. 
Yeah, not to age myself, but I always wanted a pager when I was little, and so I used to get the uh, the, the the toy pager with the uh, I think yes, it had like bubble the gum, bubble in, gum it. in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I was the king of the bubble gum pager, Latanya. That that and the bug the bubble gum cigarettes. I also was oh, that king. The, yeah, the fake <laughs> cigarettes. Yep, they didn't at all turn into a real habit later in life for me. Not me either. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> you know, and it, not, not to get off track, but isn't it wild that that's the kind of thing they were marketing to kids back oh, then? Oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> There's like maybe three stores in America that you can go to that still has candy cigarettes. Mm. Um, like those old fashioned candy stores. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Have you ever been to one of those? With, the ones with the, the, the candy striper or whatever. Like yeah, the, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, love, love those places, but yeah, mm-hmm. they were definitely marketing candy cigarettes to us. Like they were actual ones that mm-hmm. were also being marketed to us. We just didn't yeah. know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at us, <laughs> <laughs> especially in our community. I mean, are you kidding me? Like every other bench was a cools ad. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, we, we did this in the early, like in the late eighties and the early nineties, we have stuff like snowfall. And then as the nineties progressed, we're like, well, let's just give them all cigarettes. You know, yes. nicotine may kill them. <laughs> You know, Um, so Louis ends up demanding the keys and she plans to leave Buckley for dead. Um, And she gets the last word here because there was no money. There was no house in Ohio. And this was such a player move to me. She got the info, dropped off a potential op, stole his car to make a a clean getaway. Say what you want, Latanya. This was like Louis's finest moment, in my opinion. I love Louie. I always have. I know Mari and I differ in opinion on this, like, vastly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, there's just something about her that, you know, like, because of her upbringing and, like, where she came from, she's a survivor. And so mm-hmm. she's going to pull off a move like this. Like, if I trust anybody to do, do a thing, it's Louie. Like, I think Louie would have extracted information from Franklin a lot better, or not, not Franklin, from Teddy a lot better than Franklin did. Yeah, probably. You know, she's she's gangster. She just is. Yeah. And so and she's been she's been true to this life for a very long time and she's seen a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um so she's probably got a little bit more worldly experience than Franklin does as a well. Lot. Yeah, yeah. And so that probably would benefit her in that in that realm. But that's that's Louis for the episode. You know, um our girl has survived to the final episode of the season. Latanya. No. What thoughts about Louis moving into episode 10? Terrified. Just ter- terrified. generally terrified. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know where her... St- I'm sure she does have a stash house. I don't know where it is. I hope it's nowhere near the horse farm. Because mm-hmm. we all know that <laughs> what happened there. Uh, but uh, I hope that she manages to get away. And I don't know. Maybe she'll go back down south. Maybe. I, I think that's like her only option. She has to get far, far away from California for sure. Um, so that wraps that up. The next storyline we have to talk about is Teddy because the t- the tables have turned on him and now he's the one that's captured. Uh, but he warns Franklin that the Soviets are going to come for him. But Franklin already knows that Teddy doesn't have a leg to stand on here. Um, Franklin is telling Teddy that he needs to take some time to reflect. And when he comes back in the morning, Teddy needs to be able to make the bait transfer that Franklin needs in the morning or else. And honestly, Latanya, this isn't a choice because if I'm Franklin, Mm -hmm. Teddy's dead regardless. There's nothing he can do to save his own life here. Yeah, I don't understand how this is uh, like drawn out as such a choice Mm -hmm. for this whole episode, really. Um, Like he turns over the bank information and then he's done because if that's like, even if he's not a part of the CIA anymore, 
he's still working with the CIA. Mm-hmm. And so letting him go definitely means that he goes to a hidey hole and finds someone who he's working with to come back against Franklin. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get this play at all. Well, the play is, I'm telling you, I'm going to let you go, but I'm probably not. You know, like, yeah. yeah. And Teddy knows this, but the thing Teddy has over Franklin is leverage because you can never get your money if I'm dead. And so he goes to some um, creative interrogation techniques, I guess I should say enhanced um, (laughs) interrogation techniques eventually. uh, Because enhanced interrogation techniques. Yeah, something like that. Um, So, Franklin has already killed Teddy's daddy. Um, and, you know, this This is a thing. So he's now he's turned to the KGB. This is not about sensibility. This is about revenge and principle, honestly. Like, you know, like now that Franklin has the upper hand, it's like, you're going to give me what I earned. You know, you're going to give me what I fought so hard for or else. And the or else is where we just get hung up because mm-hmm. they're really at a standstill. Unless he can get Teddy to crack, which we see he cannot, there's no way he's going to get this information from him. Yeah, um, the it's interesting. There are a lot of interesting things going on. It's interesting, kind of like the shell game that Teddy is playing at the very beginning, where he is still given the like, this is all for this country. Like, I'm doing this because this was for the this country. Do you know how much sixty, seventy million dollars can do for the Contras? Like, whatever. Um, And it's not until later in the episode where, you know, Franklin finally gets Teddy to admit this was never your money, Franklin. Like, Mm -hmm. this is my operation. You are just a part of my operation. And this has always been mine to take whenever I wanted to. Um, I think that that they go a long way to get there. And I know that we have a lot to discuss in between, but it's just really interesting how I, I don't know why this is the case, but for the same reason that so many people watch the movie Zero Dark Thirty, it's mm-hmm. just really interesting to see what in what interrogation techniques can get you and like how long or like how much it takes to actually break a person and someone who's as much of a true believer as Teddy is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, he was all in, and so there was really nothing you could do to break him. Um, but Ruben is there as well. And he's alive. We speculated whether or not Ruben was going to get up off the ground. And he's here. (laughs) But he, too, is being held hostage with no bathroom breaks. The rules are simple. If you play games, you get hurt. And so Franklin leaves him with Teddy as well. We see Veronique calls, and Franklin triumphantly tells her that he got Teddy. He's almost home. And I really don't know what their plan is at this point. But LaTanya... What Veronique, why did we include her in the baby thing? Like the the, the what, what did she, we do last why, week? What was that about? You're not gonna tell us. <laughs> I know, like this is uh I'm trying to not like get upset, but no. the the way that the women are written in this show could use some work. That that is how I would put it. Um, because I just honestly don't understand Veronique's motivation. I really do not. Um no. Oh, no, I don't either. And I do I do think that interesting is a good way to put it because it's kind of like, well, we don't have anything to do with Veronique. Uh, let's up the stakes and have her get some uh, some cramps right now. And it's just like, right. that's it? Just cramps for cramps sake? They're not going to yeah, mean anything? That she won't even mention. Like, not yeah. that they don't even mean anything, but like, they will not, they will have disappeared come yeah. the next episode. Now, like, lots of women go through this and that actually is what happened. Like, I mean, my sister would all the time when she was pregnant would like get and be in a lot of pain. And then the next day be like, Hey, 
Um, <laughs> that, yeah. that does happen. But like, why do you write that into a TV show? That doesn't narratively travel the plot anywhere for us or tell us more about the character of Veronique in any way. Yeah, who's sitting at home asking, like, I wonder if she has cramps. You know, I wonder if her no, pregnancy ever hurt. Like, Nobody cares. No, you know? no, like, I just, I'm so confused why that <laughs> happened last week. And then this week, they literally don't say anything about it. Like, it's nope. the craziest thing in the world. I'm telling you, something. look, they don't know what to do with Veronique. They never have. Um, she's, they're just, they're using her as a, a I guess, a, a Franklin support system. I don't really know. I we'll can't. Get- the only yeah. thing that will make any sense to me is that if Veronique is like a CIA agent or something. Oh, that's okay, Latoya. You went too far now. What I don't... else would like? Why? <laughs> why is else she here? How? Why is you, you here? <laughs> why would you? Why else are you here? Like you went yeah. through all the trouble, and I know how much trouble this is of getting a law degree, right? <laughs> and then you start working for a man that you know is crooked, and for some reason, bed him and mm-hmm. get pregnant. And tell your mother that she can go to hell mm-hmm. and everybody else in the world can just burn because you love this man. Like, is this really her only motivation? Ma'am, you are an attorney. Stand up. Stand up, you know? Um, yeah, Veronique's interesting, but we'll come back to her just for one second a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, Sissy and Leon show up as well. And uh, Franklin. Up the, yeah, everybody needs to get in the room, honestly, at this point. Uh, Franklin updates them that they are shackled uh, and bagged in the same room. So you got Teddy and uh, the KGB, Ruben, uh, all um, held hostage. And Sissy is concerned. Um, Leon ends up saying that uh, he's good to move Ruben while Franklin runs some errands and leaves Sissy there with the KGB. Now, hold on. Um, <laughs> we know that Sissy has been talking to Ruben extensively uh-huh. and Sissy is, uh, someone who has tried to get out of this game several times. Yeah. She has, uh, begged for this to all stop. She's lost her husband and her brother, um, at this point. And you're leaving her with the only person who we've known to ever have, you know, any type of pull or sway over her. I was concerned from the beginning, Latanya. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, but she had to be there narratively. We had to mm-hmm. get her in this general vicinity. Um, so I I guess plot mechanics. Yeah. I, I do love that when she walks into the room, Ruben can smell that white diamond <laughs> perfume. <laughs> it smells like an old black lady in here. <laughs> that was a really good Yeah. He's like, oh, I know that scene. Oh, sissy, that's you. Mary like, Kay, is that you? Yeah. <laughs> Avon, is that true? Avon, Avon calling. <laughs> yeah. So he smells the white diamond and tells her that Franklin's in a lot of trouble. You decided so, white diamond. I did. I, I had to. So he starts to work on Sissy. He's like, oh, um, you know, Franklin's in trouble. You got to let me out. I can, I'm can. i the only one who can help you in this situation. Right. But she's upset that he betrayed her trust. And while he does seem like he regrets it a little bit, he tells her that the KGB already got tapes on Franklin. So. Yeah. There was a recorder apparently sewn into the bottom of the briefcase, and they know everything. And if he doesn't check in in 24 hours, it's over for Franklin and everybody connected to him. And, of course, this is uh, concerning for Sissy because she is connected to him. And I hate Ruben, but he does make a compelling point. He says if she frees him, he will help get her the answers from Teddy and then get them all out of this mess. They, she will, he will get them out of town. And that's really all Sissy wants. Yeah. I mean, she, she just wants to get out clean at mm-hmm. this point 
I mean, that's like the whole point, like the whole point of her working with the KGB was mm-hmm. this. But like, again, the KGB, mm-hmm. like you, you really threw your hat in with like a really untrustworthy group of people. Uh, there's not really any alternative uh, to right now. Like, if you think about it, no. let's see. She could either go, she could either trust the KGB, the CIA, or random drug dealers. <laughs> that are, like, and, and I would dealers. trust random drug dealers more than the KGB. Uh, well, the KGB is not to, not to say that they're not random drug dealers in the KGB, you know? Yeah, that's like, fair. That's so totally things fair. can be true at once, you know? That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it is interesting to hear kind of like, uh, you know, what he has on on te- uh, on Franklin, just in, mm-hmm. you know, the, that he has tapes that he's been recording every conversation. And of course, that means that he has tapes of her, too, and is mm-hmm. threatening to get that out to the press. Um, and that would be it. That would be yep. the end. Uh, if he doesn't check in with his handlers, they're going to release everything. That's what he says, but Sissy doesn't trust him yet. She ends up talking it out with Leon, and she says if she hands Teddy over to the KGB, she will lose her son forever, which is true. But in my mm-hmm. mind, her son has been gone. And yeah. um, I don't know why Sissy is taking so long to figure that out, but she'll know by the end of the episode. We're <laughs> I think that she has been holding on to this false sense of hope in a lot of different arenas. She's been holding on to the hope that she can still get Franklin to see sense and stop mm-hmm. thinking about money. She's been holding on to the hope that her husband is still alive. Um, right. So, you know, she she really is one of the most hopeful people on this show. And that is bad. I mean, that's yeah. like a dangerous place to be in. Hopeful is a strong word that I would use. I would probably use a stronger word. Like, girl, you dumb. But, you know, I'm gonna let you live. Because I know at this point, Franklin has shown you who he is several times, but I think that because that's her son, it's just not easy to let that go. So she ends up going to Teddy next. She comes out the gate reminding him that she was married and she wants the answers about Alton. But Teddy knows as long as he has the money that he has all the leverage. Plus, if she turns him into the KGB, she will never get the answer or the money that she, uh, money, and she will definitely lose Franklin too. So she asked him if he even feels badly about destroying the family, murdering the husband, and decimating the community. But I would love to ask her and her family the same exact thing with Tanya. Yeah, seriously. I, yes, he is the pure cocaine connection. But your son literally went to another place, learned how to rock it up, and then taught everybody this mm-hmm. business. Your son did that, lady. Mm-hmm. Like, what you are you are talking complicit. about? Right. And you've been laundering his money this whole time. Um, that everybody in this uh, in this show has a really tough time taking accountability uh, for anything. I I think that's why I appreciated Franklin in the last episode. Being, I mean, the last couple episodes being like, "Yeah, I'm the devil. It's me," you know, because yeah. because in that way, I feel like okay, at least you own it. Whereas this is still like like white man, how could you do this to me? Like, girl, <laughs> <laughs> we we are past that now. <laughs> yeah, been been past that. Um, so she tells uh Teddy that a government officer flooding the streets with cocaine. Uh, looks really bad <laughs> and Teddy starts victim blaming which again is wild because I got a good hate into Teddy this episode and I didn't think I could get I could hate him even more but this is oh, the way yeah. he gaslights I was just like oh nah just shoot him shoot that I mm. know I know yeah. he is um he is pushing it mm-hmm. like he really does like Teddy is nothing if not a true believer I said that earlier and he really does believe that he has all the leverage in this situation and mm. as such, he is pushing it. 
with all of these people and really running his damn mouth a little bit too much for the situation that he's in. Yeah, he's daring them to do something to him. And uh, up until this point, he's fine. So he does ask her what she's been doing besides laundering the money. And this leads to the gotcha moment we've all been waiting for. Teddy has been reading the Snowfall FX tweets. And he reminds us <laughs> that there was nobody. And in TV, we know that there, if there, if there isn't a body, we do not know for certain that the person is dead. And I knew he had Sissy right where he wanted her at that point. Hell, even I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah, uh, that's kind of all that he had to say to her to get mm -hmm. her to believe that he was that he had more leverage in this situation was just a little bit of of doubt. Hope. And hope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there that, is that he was still alive. Alton was still alive, and it's just I just don't understand what part of CIA Sissy doesn't understand. Like I'm, there, of course, there wouldn't be a body. Of course, there wouldn't be signs of a struggle. Like, what are you talking about? Alden didn't understand either because he went and tried to air the CIA out on the radio, <laughs> uh, like on NPR, <laughs> sir. You know, what? <laughs> anyway, that's so true. Teddy tells Sissy he's in a Puerto Rican jail and uh, I can get you to him. All I got to do is get out of here. It would be convenient. I can show you exactly where he is. But now the stage is set for Sissy's gambit. Latanya, is that how you use that word? Is a gambit? Is that what that is? Sure. Okay. I don't oh. play chess. I, I don't know if it's directly related to chess all the time, but I feel like it was a, it was the word I need to use here. Gambit um, sounds right to me. Yeah, it's Sissy's Gambit. So meanwhile, Oso and Franklin land in the private jet and tell each other goodbye. It looks like Oso is free and retired from wrestling and from the drug game. So Oso walks off into the distance, but not before he asks Franklin to promise him that Teddy would be dead by the next day. Franklin comes back to Teddy the next morning and demands the account numbers and Teddy starts stalling him and asking about Oso and where he's going and trying to reason with Franklin. Now, Latanya, is this the last we see of Oso? Because he had a good moment. I mean, that walk into the sunset, that's a good close to a, you yeah. know, to a book. You know, like, we don't need to explore anything else. We no. can just assume Oso makes it. So is Oso gone forever or is he going to see him in, in episode 10? I hope to God he's gone forever. Yeah. I, I mean, like, why else would why would you show your face? There are several federal agencies that are looking for you in the United States. Mm -hmm. You better be gone. Well, look, that might be great because then that means also, like Louie, if she doesn't pop up in episode 10, she has survived this show. You know, know. We, we we look, <laughs> we were not optimistic, but it looks like our people are getting away, which leads me to believe that they ain't getting away at all. Yeah. It it looks too good to be true. So when Franklin is talking to Teddy, uh, he's talking about that how Teddy even got him in the first place, how he T-boned his car, how he tased him, how he tied him back, uh, tied him up. And this is all a callback to those beginning days. Mm -hmm. Teddy says that he did all that to make sure that Franklin was strong enough to handle it because, uh, you know, this is the U.S. government and it's going to be a tough thing and blah, blah, blah. But Franklin calls him on his BS and says he took him to the bank to find out where the money was located in the first place. Um, and so I like that Franklin is finally starting to see, oh, yeah, okay, Teddy's spinning these same lies to everybody, and you don't have to fall for him anymore. Because he also calls Teddy on the Alton info and basically says, tells him that he don't even care if Alton is alive or dead anyway, which is something we already knew, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, ha he has not even he asked. He has not cared about yeah. his dad since the beginning of this show. Yeah, I mean, they he kind of worked back in there for a second, but when we, when Alton disappeared, we haven't seen Franklin mourn the loss of his father at all. Oh no, why would he do yeah. that? He's he's down, he's gone. Latanya, this man yeah. is not here anymore. No. Yeah. 
That's it. So, so Franklin is here about the money, and that's it. Like you said, Teddy says he, he doesn't have the account numbers on him, and Franklin has to, like, you know, then, like I said, go to those interrogation techniques that we talked about. He starts playing Russian roulette with Teddy's life. This is kind of reckless. Now, don't get me wrong. By design, Russian roulette is reckless. <laughs> because with every pool, Teddy's odds are decreasing. Yeah. The odds that he will live through this is decreasing. But Franklin, with every pool, the odds that you get your money is also decreasing. You know, it's like, it's almost, I don't know if it's a, a direct correlation because I guess if you lose, if, if you scare Teddy enough, he can crack. But there's a non-zero chance that you shoot him and he's dead. Yeah, the first try. Yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, that's another interrogation technique that this show's writers heard of and knew would look really cool dramaturgically. Um, it was great. Yeah. I, look. It did it it served the necessary purpose, Latanya. Because when he yeah. does the when Teddy's like, you won't, you wouldn't do it. Yeah, if Franklin shoots blank. up in the air uh-huh. and it's not blank, how did you know that was gonna be the one? I yeah, know. Teddy, that was almost your ass, Teddy. <laughs> Teddy really is talking a lot of shit mm-hmm. for someone who is tied in a chair in a pool of his own filth, just trying to get out of enhanced terrog- interrogation. It's yeah. ridiculous. Like there, there's a lot of uh, gamesmanship happening on both sides of this. There, there is, and probably a little bit of privilege on one side too. But we Just don't got to talk about that quite no. yet. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, eventually, Sissy intervenes, and for some reason, Franklin stops this line of interrogation. Like it just like Teddy looks like he was on his last leg. Like that, that, that shot. Not yeah. being a blank. Yeah. I thought that's the one that got him, I and know. Sissy shuts it down, and Franklin just gives up. I don't understand why Sissy's opinion mattered that much in that moment, you know, Um, because she begs him to stop. She's like, oh, we can leave the country. Look at what we've become. We're monsters. I'm consumed with revenge. You're obsessed with money. What's going on here? She doesn't want to be a killer and she doesn't want him to be a killer either. But honestly, Latanya, it's too late. She's in denial. Is it too late now to say sorry? I think it is. Too late to apologize. (laughs) It's too late. Yeah. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> she she begs him to reconsider. And even Leon steps in to back her up. He tells him that if he goes through this to this place, this dark place, he may never come back from it. But Franklin says he will never give up. He will get his money back because eventually everybody breaks. But Latanya, it looks like Franklin was the first one to be broken. Yeah. Uh Franklin's going through a lot right now. Uh, mm-hmm. he he has been for uh, several episodes so if nothing else I can believe that he was just tired enough to let his guard down for a little bit and let his mom kind of talk him out of this yeah he's so broken that even when Veronique comes in he tries to pull the gun on her he and does he didn't yeah. try he yeah did he it. does he really does and you know that had to be scary but yeah. um, <laughs> Veronique is there to Not deliver if you're the in the CIA not if you're in the CIA, of course. Yeah, yeah. Like if uh, I think it's still scary if you're in the CIA. Latonya, I know Dang. it's fine. I'm, I, I, I'm not buying into this yet. I'm not. I'm not gonna buy into Veronique being CIA. I'm just saying, like, can we give her something, like, some reason for continuing to be here? She's his accountant. She shows up to tell him that their financial problems are worsening. Um, and this was when I was really thinking, like, okay, well, where's the baby? You know, like, what is going on here? You know, <laughs> but you're not gonna discuss. You're not gonna talk Your about whole it. Whole plot. 
from that was literally from last your episode. entire episode. That was your you... whole damn episode, and you're not even gonna discuss it, woman. It doesn't matter. So they're broke, and the banks are going to be ready to snatch uh, the life that they have built away from them. And it's imperative that they get the money. So Veronique has a plan involving corn syrup. This she says she learned from you her mom. Corn oil. Current corn oil. I'm sorry. I don't. I'm not familiar with corn oil, so maybe I just said corn syrup. I thought it was like. Uh, but anyway, this sounds like something she learned from her mom. She definitely tells like this backstory about a grease fire and um, you know, it got so hot and all this other stuff. But Latanya, if you're right, it is convenient that Veronique also has enhanced techniques. I mean, te- uh, ter- uh, interrogation, interrogation techniques. techniques. Yeah, you know, it's. It's a little convenient, I say. It's convenient that she shows up with just some oil in a bag. And it's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make this happen. I have, I have an idea of what we can do. I just want to ask her what her motivation is for being involved in any of this. It's the money. That It's the money. She, but she, the she's money struggling. is gone. Like, at what point are these back. people going to realize that the money is gone Latanya, they don't ever want to have a real job again. <laughs> like, Neither what, do what, I. But yeah, come Mar- on. like, can I, you want me to go back to practicing law? Oh, oh, <laughs> not on my watch. <laughs> Franklin's like a toll booth uh, operator. You know, there's there's no way you go back to the real world after this. I guess. I mean, they probably have had some really like yummy food, uh, yummy oh, yeah. meals, and you can't go back to bad food after you taste had a taste of true luxury. You are not wrong. You are not <laughs> you wrong. Can't. Every, every time I eat fast food, I remember those good days. Those those <laughs> random one off days where I, I was know. really good. Yeah. I know. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame them. Listen. <laughs> so, I don't blame them. so think of the beef carpaccio. This is the eighties. So good. Why so I good. good. So good. <laughs> Tartar? Oh, I know they was <laughs> Oh. So <laughs> So this whole the whole goal right here is to make uh Teddy talk. And uh, Franklin wants Teddy to admit that he's made a mistake. He's like, just say that you're wrong and give me my money. But Teddy can't do it. I guess Teddy thinks that this is where he dies because there's just no way he's leaving here alive. So what else you got to lose? So Franklin does the only thing left to do. And it's painful. Mm. He wakes Ruben up and scares the crap out of him. (laughs) And even Franklin, I mean, Veronique looks a little uncomfortable when she hears the screams of Teddy getting that hot oil poured all over his chest. I mean, they opened him up, Latanya. It was so nasty. It was really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we found out what hot oil does to skin. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, Veronique, you can't be surprised. You bought the oil. And then you <laughs> told the story of what happens. So what are you doing? <laughs> Just, this character. It, it's not... He's not... He's a monster, but he's her monster. You know, uh-huh. like, every time he does something, she's always clutching her pearl. Like, oh my God, how did you? And then, then she's like, okay, but do some more. You know, I still need that money. So um, he found the right one. She comes from a, a family of scammers. And so yes. uh, that love of money is probably uh, deeply rooted inside <laughs> of her, Latanya. I, yeah, I always forget that she comes from a family of scammers. I but never forget. <laughs> yet again, you can make great money as an attorney. <laughs> especially if you come from a family of scammers yeah she's probably like yeah this is probably like better call Saul levels of attorney right here yes. you know what I'm saying like she could have her own show if she put her mind to it but she'd much rather be a uh, baby mama oh my god <laughs> nothing wrong with that of course so no after- but in this situation yes 
Yes. In this situation, <laughs> horrible person to be a baby mama for. Just yeah. saying. But we'll talk about the rest of the episode. We do need to take another ad break, but it's about to start heating up. And I'm not talking about corn oil here. So right <laughs> after this, we'll talk about what happens when Parisa comes looking for Teddy. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Parisa comes looking for Teddy in his lair and runs into Abemeyer. She tells him that just yesterday he proposed and he was worried about Franklin and the Russians. And um, Abemeyer should be worried about Franklin because he's so busy having his way with Teddy that Teddy's whole chest is now opened up. I'm talking about, I'm, I was looking at it and it looks disgusting. It's bad. <laughs> yeah. Like I just wanted to poke it, you know, cause no. you know, like he's already hurt. So you know, just like, just put your finger on it just to kind of, I know. I wondered if he was going to punch him in it. I would, I would punch him in it. Yeah, at this point, you have him where you want him. Just, just you know, at this, you're already torturing this man. You, hell is waiting on you. You might as well just do what you got to do. Might as well just do it. I, I will say that the funniest moment in this episode for me was Parisa's face when she comes in to where Havemeyer is. And it's just like, is yeah. this where he works? My right. God. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is so weird because it's like Parisa, you the one been like you. She like the other Veronique. It's like your your whole thing has been, I want to be down with you. I just want to be like, with you all the time. Blah blah. It's like, well, you didn't know this was his office was a lair. You didn't know that he. <laughs> you know, this is a villain. They, this is what this they have. The they villain. have layers. Yeah, you're in love with a villain. Um, I don't understand Parisa's motivation either. That's she I, wants, I just don't get she wants it. To be I, a wife. <sighs> Listen, this is 2023 to be wives and mothers. What happened? You know, (laughs) what happened to the women? (laughs) That's all they wanted to be. They wanted to give up. I mean, Paris is a surgeon. I know that she can't be in America, (laughs) but like she's smart enough that she is an actual surgeon. And this is what she's doing. They put a surgeon and an attorney and made them this dumb. Look. They don't have any dream jobs in this show because we don't dream of labor. Amen. And <laughs> so, so what happens next is that um, Franklin asks why Teddy even did this. You know, like I, I'm, I was your most loyal soldier. It was me and you, baby. It was, uh, you know, we were as a tag team, Batman and Robin. But Franklin tells him that uh, I'm sorry. Teddy tells him that this isn't about him. It's about them. It's about protecting the country. He's still pretending to be a patriot at this point, Latanya. Yeah, he really is. Uh, This is about $70 million and what it could do for uh, America and America, America, America. And Mm -hmm. it it just, it's gotten to the point where it's just like, no. Like everybody knows now that you have, that you hide behind this, like you're doing this for love of country. And that's not actually what it is anymore. You're in the game. You're in the big game now. And mm-hmm. it's terrifying, but you love it. Like, you can admit that. At this point, you have pustules now from having oil, just like burning hot oil poured on your person. Right. Why are you lying still? You, Why what are you, you, what are you still trying to do? lying? Yeah. He tells Franklin 
like this would protect his family and the neighborhood. But the whole time I'm like, well, honestly, if that was true, his family and community wouldn't even be in trouble in the first place. You know, this whole this this drug trade thing was just like Teddy's saying, like, oh yeah, this this money, this is for protecting the country. Like, look at Franklin's neighborhood. Look at his family, his friends. Look at Buckley. He's on crack. You know, I know <laughs> seriously. Like, yeah, it's, what what are you talking about? So the fact of the matter is that the U.S. has a limited budget. Uh, whether they want you to believe it or not, it's unlimited. Like, you know, like they could do whatever they want. They can print right. more money. I don't care what they tell you. Uh, and so Franklin calls him out on this, and he demands that Teddy tells him the truth. Uh, and Teddy finally says what it is. It's not Franklin's money. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Teddy's, for me, this is his villain moment. This is his, like, yeah. I am the bad guy. Let me tell you my, my diabolical scheme, you know, and outline everything for you. Just, you know, and so you know exactly what's going on. He gave Franklin everything, and he never respected Franklin. He never mm-hmm. regarded him, and he didn't give a shit, Latanya. No, I don't think about you at all, is what he basically said. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of wild to hear it finally come out. I guess if you are that laid bare, you probably uh, like are pretty raw, and like the truth just starts flowing. But yeah, he tells this man, you were always just a part of my operation. And I worked you as such. And everything that you had was because I let you have it. And now I don't want you to have it anymore. And yeah. I, that's okay because I am in charge. Like, this is about me, not about you. Like, why do you think everything is about you? <laughs> Teddy's pride and lust, Latanya, for the lust for power have gotten him into this mess. So Franklin is just realizing that he's been being used by the police for five seasons of television. Like it finally has sunk in that this is not your friend. It's not your business partner. You're not the chosen one. You were just the one, the one that he decided to use. And here we are. Yeah. He said, I mean, he, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say when he says that, uh, when, when Franklin is like, I thought that we would be in each other's lives forever. What? What you try? You had a retirement plan with the CIA that included Teddy. You right? You thought that yeah, like, you'd be going to each other's houses for barbecues? What? Eighty years old, just still out here slanging crack. You know, what? like, like it's the family buddies. business. Yeah, yeah, crack buddies. Yeah, that's like Franklin. What the hell? But you got to remember, Franklin got into this when he was what nineteen, like twelve. Roughly. Yeah, yeah, he's a baby. He was a baby for all intents and purposes. Yeah, and so he was a little gullible. Uh, and. Frank and Teddy did a really good job of lulling him into a false sense of security. But look at this position they're in. Franklin says this is all about the money because honestly, if Franklin did all this for money and Teddy took it all from him, that means all of this was for not. You know, I can't. I've done all of this for you. Everything. I'm leaving here with something. I'm from around the way. I'm leaving here with some. And he could have just left Franklin some of the money, Latanya. He just he really yeah. put his nuts on the table by taking all of it. <laughs> Not nuts on the table. Uh, He did. He showed his whole ass. Um, I don't understand why he could, why he felt that it was time for him to make this move anyway. I mean, like, uh, you know, we tried, uh, but we, we do get some callbacks to like what season one, season two, when Teddy takes takes Franklin to that bank that he Mm -hmm. wants him to use. And you get an idea that Franklin is like wary of using a bank that is like specifically Teddy, like is the contact person for. So like, you know, 
Franklin had to kind of be aware that some of this, like, this is what I don't understand. Like, why would you mm -hmm. just have all of this in accounts that you knew he could get access to? And you don't have any cash squirreled away, buried somewhere? Like, just all of your stuff is in these overseas accounts. All of it. Yeah, you don't, I mean, I'd have a few million in a mattress or something like right. that, you know? Uh, he trusted him so much. I mean, Teddy, Teddy really worked him over. And in Teddy's position, he thinks he's the hero of this story. Uh, yeah. He says he wanted to hurt Franklin because Franklin left him, you know, and it hurt his feelings. And I say this all the time. I've been saying this since I was a teenager. White people think God left them in charge. They do. <laughs> he just thinks he's supposed to be in charge. I, I'm Teddy. I'm supposed to. Yes, Franklin, you're not supposed to leave me. Why? Because I'm a white man. I, yeah. I, I own that. You know, it's like, I, and I don't mean all white people, obviously, but it's just this but, sense know. of entitlement throughout this entire episode yeah. where yeah. this man knows you can't kill me. You can torture me. You can cry all you want. You can threaten to do all this other stuff. I'm not telling you anything because I have all the leverage because it's me, Teddy. You right. know, he just feels like he's Teflon. We find out later that he's not. But to, up to this point, he believed that he was untouchable, Latanya. He really did. And, like, he even, like, goes to the extent of, like, calling Franklin an animal and uh, is just, like, really regressing into some, mm -hmm. some white behaviors that <laughs> we do not want to see. Um, it, it's just, it, it's shocking to me the hubris that Teddy has in this situation mm -hmm. That he really does think that this poor kid is just screwed and he's going to get out of this and he's the one that's going to live to see another day and he has all the leverage and he can say or do whatever he wants. Like that ultimately is what gets him killed. Yeah, but he's not wrong in this Franklin situation. He not does when it have comes the one Franklin. thing that Franklin... Yeah, when, when he got the one thing that Franklin will go to the ends of the earth for him and that's that money. So... It's $37 million. He's like, let's split it. And I mean, instantly Franklin's like, hmm, okay. You know, 18 mil is better than no mil. You know, better than zero million. I don't have to go get a job. You know, I, I can do this. So they each, each could walk away with $18,500,000. Um, but now we got action. This is when the show starts to pick up for me. And I'm talking about, I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Because Teddy says, well, I can't give you half until I know that I'm safe. So Franklin, how bad you want it? They discuss what happens after this. And Franklin would be wild to believe that Teddy is going to just let this torture thing go. There's no reason why he should say, okay, Teddy, go your own way and I'll never see you again. But that's the lie that Teddy is spinning. Um, he says he has things to live for now, Latanya. What about Parisa? What yeah. about her? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What about his question? surgeon wife? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Apparently, these account numbers have been in Teddy's wallet this entire time. And my first thought was, you didn't check this man's wallet. But then I saw, you know, it was yeah. invisible ink. I was just, that was, he's like, yeah, just check my pockets. I was like, really? But, when, but, they, but like, he did check his wallet at one point. Like, yeah, but early in the episode. Ink, I, yeah, but, like, wouldn't yeah. you wonder why a CIA agent just had a piece of blank cardboard in their what you wallet? Gonna do? I don't I mean, know. What you gonna be do like, this is it. Tell me how to activate it. Like the torture is then pointed toward that now. Like, do what you know do how I silly need to you do? Was holding up a piece of cardboard, being like, "This is my money. Get this is my card. this is my money." You're in the CIA. I don't trust you. How about I go next door to the KGB and they tell me how I can act, like get my money? How do I activate this piece of how cardboard? How do I activate this piece of cardboard, <laughs> KGB? Like, <laughs> you know that that could have been done. 
I don't know if he would have thought that this piece of cardboard was the the hidden. Uh, Why would he just he... have a, a piece of cardboard in his wallet, though? Latanya, your first thought would be this piece of cardboard is the account numbers they're on here. I know it. I don't trust Teddy, and he's in the <laughs> CIA, and I know that they have they have tradecraft. So, <laughs> shut up! You know what I mean? I would be highly effing questioning why this blank piece of paper is just in your wallet. Yeah. I mean, that's probably a good point. I don't know. I, I just don't think, I think I would question my own sanity at that point where I'm jumping up and down and being like, this I've cardboard has the answer. Honestly, you're not going to question your sanity when you are pouring boiling hot oil on someone's skin or playing Russian roulette with them. The place too far is to think that this card might hold the key. Yeah, probably. Okay. Right. I'll be the crazy um, one. I've played that yeah. role before. No, 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 no. I was tripping because it was written in invisible ink like you would have thought, obviously. And it looks like <laughs> Franklin now has a way out. So he calls up Havemeyer to arrange a time or place to deliver Teddy to him. Havemeyer can refuse Teddy, but he also won't get Reuben in the deal. So it's a package deal. You get Teddy, you yeah. get Reuben, you get everything you want. Um, but LaTanya... Now, Sissy is over it. She is shocked that this is how it will end. She says he'll never be safe. Her, the baby will never be safe. Think of Veronique the children. will never be safe. Think of the children. And they're willing to take that risk for $37 million. And after all this, Franklin chooses the money over his own family. This is mm -hmm. the same thing that got Jerome killed. Jerome went to, to Louis and said, let's get out. We can get out right now. And she was like, Okay, but in a few minutes, you know, uh, <laughs> give me a few weeks, you know, and then he died. So I'm thinking, Franklin, this is it. You know, like what you, you, you have like, planted your flag. Sissy, this man just told you. I think the question was, um, um, can you live without ever seeing me again? You know, yes. like you could lose me forever. You would lose me forever if you continue right. this. Can you live without it? And Franklin, the true villain that he is just became one of my favorite TV characters in a long time because he said yes. Yes. <laughs> uh -huh. Yes. Yep, sure can. Sorry. You're the person I love probably more than anybody else in the world. And if it Not means anymore. that I can have $37 million, then uh, yeah, I don't love you anymore. Right. And so I'm, I know I'm toxic. I know I am. And I, and I, and this is a thing that I struggle with because I'm not vindictive at all. Uh -huh. I'm really not. But once you told me that I like you basically say F me, it's F you too, you know? And so I immediately was like, sissy, shoot Franklin. I, I just, oh I, my I just, God. I'm sorry. I'm Kill dead your to you. child. Kill everybody. Let the chopper sing. I was like, this is crazy. This man is a true villain. He needs to say, I don't care about your life. That means if you're tied up and the money's over there, he's picking the money. He's picking the money for sure. I'm like Meredith Grey. You got to love me, pick me, choose me every time. And the moment <laughs> I find out you're not about to, No, not pick me, choose me, love me. Every oh, no. time. Yeah, that was... Well, first of all, when she told Veronique to shut up, I was clapping. <laughs> she said, girl, why are you here? <laughs> and Veronique really was just like, we've already considered all the... Girl, get out shut of here. Shut up. <laughs> God dang. <laughs> You know, like, damn, I hate her now. You know, there's two episodes left. I'm like, you know who I hate? Veronique. Veronique. Um, She's the real enemy of this show. She's uh, <laughs> Allegedly. Ridiculous. Um, yeah. I, I was, but when 
Franklin like really did when she really did like give him essentially an ultimatum and he chose the money. I was like, oh shit. Like, I don't know if I would have thought to kill him right away. Uh, but oh. I, I would have walked. I wouldn't care anymore about anything that was happening in this warehouse. I was all in on everybody being dead. I'm telling you, the moment she, the moment he said to come, like, sissy, you're only here because you want to protect Franklin and potentially see Alton. That's mm. it. Yeah. But you don't, you don't need Franklin to keep Teddy hostage. No. <laughs> you don't. You can make no. this trade and get them account money too. I, I'm just saying, when a drug kingpin says "f you," you really have to think about what that potentially means. That oh, doesn't yeah. mean I'm leaving you alone forever. That means that if you cross me in any way, right. if any of this comes back to you, I would pick the money over you. And that oh, is yeah. your that is your child. That's your, you know, that's the yeah, fruit of your, your womb, mother. You know. And so, um, yeah, I was I was out. I was like, all right, sissy. Let's do what needs to be done here. And so I wish that she wasn't dressed like somebody mama in that cardigan the whole time, though, because she's doing the whole gangster in an Oprah suit thing. And I wanted her, <laughs> I would like her for her to show up war ready. You know, like I'm a I'm a, I'm I'm in the mission mode, you know. But she she, she kinda, was though. She needed the cardigan to hide the gun. She did need the cardigan to hide the gun. Um, I thought she was just gonna shoot him in the head while they was crossing the bridge. The whole time I was like, oh, she's going to push him off the bridge. Not not Franklin, but Teddy. I was like, she's going to kill him. This is the moment. And I don't know why, but I just had a feeling she was about to do something just just ridiculous. You know, just, it was the cinematography for me. You it know, was. It was. Could it, it was have been good. because she had the most obvious I have a gun outfit on? Like, that, like who closes their, holds their cardigan closed? I mean, when who, you're who taking a back, this? you close your cardigan. Like, oh my, my word, <laughs> he was appalled, uh, Latanya. Um, so yeah, cinematography is everything. Havemeyer shows up to make this exchange, and he's looking for Ruben. But Franklin tells him that once Teddy makes the money transfer, then Franklin will be willing to hand over Ruben over to the DEA or the FBI, or whoever whoever the highest bidder is. Honestly, right. So as Teddy makes the call, Sissy steps up and asks Teddy one final question, <laughs> and in front of everybody. She says, what prison is Alton in? And Teddy finally has his big villain moment. This is the moment that Teddy became one of my favorite TV villains. Because <laughs> he finally was like, girl, what? Alton is dead. I shot him twice. Why are you still talking to me? He like, looked at Sissy like, going? He could you leave her. me alone? Right. <laughs> he looked like, at her like she was nothing. He looked at her like she looked at Veronique. Like, girl, Seriously. what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, leave me up. Like, really? Are we still discussing this? That man is dead. He has been dead. He, when he That's disappeared, it. he was dead. He was dead. When he got his ass on the radio to talk about the CIA's the CIA. Well, you're dead. I'm yeah. sorry. He knew he was dead. That 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 journalist before him, she knew she was dead. I just thought mm. he was just all making bad decisions. Bad. And so this is no surprise to me at all. So at this point, Latanya, I'm not even lying. I was waiting on Teddy's body to hit the floor. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I was like, here it comes. And there it was. So Franklin, like he's waiting. He's on pins and needles. Teddy's making the call. And you can see the glee in Franklin's eyes for the first time in episodes. This man looks like, yes, I'm about to get my money. And then Sissy just, I mean, shoots Teddy right in his open ass chest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. That chest got a lot of action this episode. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it. I was just like, "Wow, you really like." Once Franklin told you 
that he did not that he did not value you above the money, you were you'd made your decision at that point. Yep. He was never getting the money. Like mama giveth and mama taketh away. Like mm-hmm. that's basically what happened. Um yeah. And it didn't help. Like even Havemeyer was like Teddy. <laughs> yeah, like, why would you say that to her? <laughs> like, why would you say that? Uh, <laughs> Such an asshole. I um, know. Yeah, I, I, you know, and I don't know if in the moment she was like, "I'm not letting you get this money," but definitely once she finds out about the outing things, like Teddy, you can go, you can go because you just yeah. disrespected me, and frankly, I don't care what happens to your money because you don't care what happens to me. And so I was not shocked by this, but Franklin's reaction to Teddy falling down is some great acting, I think, because really good. This is the same energy Wanda and Franklin's ex girlfriend had with the crack. You know, like they're begging for it. They're crawling on the ground. Yeah. They're, cry- they're trying to get it out of no matter what. They're trying to get crack. He was so addicted to his money. He's like, but Teddy, please just say something. Just send me the password. Just say like the password. Hold on. Hold done. on. Don't get off the phone yet. The password. The password is what? The password. I'm like, Franklin, come on, man. It's over. But yeah. he is like, you know, they have those, um, you know, like uh, people. Whenever you have like a like a real strong addiction, it's like uh, people will you go to incredible lengths to get drugs. You yes. know, I mean, talk, they, wherever they can get it, no matter how they can get it, they'll take it. And mm-hmm. that's where Franklin was in this moment. He's like Teddy, with your dying, I know you about to die, and I don't really care. I just need you to say this word because I don't know what I'm about to do if you don't. Right. And um, yeah, Teddy dies. And he doesn't say the effing word like Franklin wants. No. And um, he looks over to Sissy and she is ready to accept her fate. Hands up in the air, on the ground, on her knees. Um, Yeah, Teddy's dead. So is the money. And honestly, I do not blame Sissy for one bit. Not even a little bit. No, I don't at all. Like, to to add insult to injury, like, Teddy's mouth was always going to get him in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, like he has always been flipping with people in a way that just shows like his privilege and shows that he believed that in every given situation, he had the leverage and had, you know, something over the person that he was talking to. Like he only makes like, with the exception, I guess, of Parisa, like he only yeah. ever would like engaged in relationships where the power dynamics had him on top. And he mm. was just so used to operating from that situation that he didn't even think of what sissy, like he didn't even do the next level thinking to think there might be somebody here with a gun. Maybe yeah. I should keep my mouth shut and not do the, say the one thing that could get me killed. Yeah. He thought he was Teflon. He, and he, he was so close, so close to making this out of this alive. Wildly. One word this away. Man, this man who has been tortured, you know, for a day now, who's had like a, they're playing Russian roulette with this man's life, <laughs> and he has still managed to almost walk out of this alive, but he cannot shut his ass up because he nope. can't help himself. He doesn't look at Sissy as a threat. He never respected Franklin as a threat. He said, y- "Y'all can't do nothing to me. I'm about to give Franklin this little money, and now I'm gonna go." Mm-hmm. Um, and so again. I don't blame Sissy. One, off of principle, because you just talk, you just talk crazy yeah. to me in front of everybody. Exactly. Like, you're not gonna embarrass me in front of the public behind my right. behind my husband. And then two, killing you kills the money. And that gets rid of me and all of this Franklin stuff. He wanna be on his own, you got mm-hmm. it. Go go live your life. Um, so 
We've seen Teddy even say that he, you know, he's lied and said that he chose his family over all of this, but we know he wouldn't either. Oh, no, you know, never. Um, he's pretty much turned Franklin into just like a mirror image of him, you know, in a lot of ways. And so that's it. Uh, Franklin tries to get Sissy to come with him, but she refuses. She uh, He runs off into the distance and the police come to arrest her. So what's left for the last episode and what do we know? We know Alton is dead. So we tied up that loose end. We know Teddy is dead, so that's done. And we know Sissy is going to jail, and she knows where all the bodies are buried, Latanya. So I think that's the most interesting part of this whole episode. Yeah. Um, we really have to give flowers to Michael Hyatt, who plays Sissy, yes. for this episode. Like, this felt like a play in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, like, a very small cast of people um, just operating, like, at the highest level, and you know, she really did up until the very last second, like she had made her decision earlier about what was going to happen. That's the reason that she asked to come. She wanted to Mm -hmm. know what happened to her husband. And, you know, uh, Teddy had the nerve to talk to her the way that he did. And she was like, that's it. I'm ending all of this for everybody right now. Mm -hmm. Fuck around and found out, you know, (laughs) so there we have it. So, Honestly, we've been taking a very grim look at what the potential outcome of this final season could mean for our main characters. And largely, mm-hmm. many of them are still alive and well, honestly. So, yeah. Latanya, these are the remaining players. You got Louie. You got Buckley. Oso, Leon, Wanda, Sissy, Veronique, and Franklin. Did I miss anybody of, of great importance? I don't think so. Yeah, that's it. You know, we have almost all our main characters left. I mean, we lost, you know, a couple. We lost Jerome, pour one out for him. And right. we lost Teddy here, which, I mean, we'd have to assume at some point Teddy was going to die or live happily ever after. Like, he only had, like, two uh, options. Ruben, I guess, is the other, yeah. only other person on the board. Oh, damn it. I forgot about Ruben. Yeah, yeah okay, so didn't Ruben the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they definitely forgot. Ruben's still back at, you know, it's still locked, uh, locked up in the lair. I don't know. Um, So, yeah. At the very beginning of the season, we talked about whether these people end up dead or in jail. Latanya, what are the odds that these people make it out alive? I mean, if they make it out alive, they're not going to make it out clean in any Mm. way, shape, or form. Like, the things that the banks alone are going to do to Franklin uh, is a lot. But we also know, and I take Ruben at his word when he says there are tapes of him that will get released to accredited press if my people do not hear from me. Like, why wouldn't he have leverage on mm-hmm. him? I mean, he's the KGB. So, I I mean, like, it seems like it ends either with Franklin dead or with Franklin in a prison somewhere, like Gitmo. Like, <laughs> yeah. honestly. <laughs> Send that man to Kuwait. You know, oh. No. So, with Sissy being uh, now captive... I have no reason to believe that Sissy just doesn't sing. You know, she just doesn't tell all the business because she has it all. She knows everything that Ruben knows. She knows everything about Teddy for the most part. She mm-hmm. knows about Louis. She knows about uh, Franklin and Veronique. She knows all this stuff. Um, I'm looking at Sissy as one of the most important players on the board right now because if she cooperates with the police, it's over for everyone. Um, I highly doubt that she does it because right. that would be too much like right for me. You know, like this man tell you, he, you F off. He doesn't care about you at all. And now you're going to go protect him. Sissy stand right. up. But, you know, that's our son. And so I can see it happening. But I really like to live in a world where 
Now, Sissy has all the cards. Well, yeah, I mean, she does have all the cards, but it's a matter of, like, is, does she want to play those cards? Because, she, you know, like, she would also be singing about the CIA. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like, it, does she even care about her own life anymore? The fact that she threw down the gun to be arrested shows that she has some care <laughs> for her own existence. Yeah. So, like, I, I mean, I, I would think that at this point, she knows that, if like, the people that talk are the people that die. So mm-hmm. may, maybe she has all the cards, but maybe she doesn't play them. She might be one of those, like, inmates who never says a word to anybody. Yeah. I mean, she does have all the cards, but she doesn't have to play all the cards. So right. Maybe she does a snitch on the CIA, but they're still Franklin. There's still the matter there of is. Franklin and all of this this drama and all the stuff that happened uh, with the community, you know, with the drugs, with, you know, Alton, you know, Sissy going quietly to jail for the rest of her life would drive me crazy because it's just like, yeah, why of all the people you, yeah, why? I know, you? I know. And, yeah. and like they could, they could bring so much back on her because she did help with the laundering of the money as well. Yeah. So like it's, yeah, I don't, it narratively doesn't feel inconsistent that she wouldn't say anything, but it also right. would not sit right with me if she was just like serving the rest of her life in prison because she killed Teddy. Right. And and then, yeah, of course, she killed Teddy and then they're going to take her to jail and they'll find out about the laundering and all that stuff. But right. my thing is that's all you have so much leverage. You have so much leverage, sissy. You you can get out of this. You still can because you know where all this stuff is going. You know everything. So yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm hoping I this is the first time where I really really looked at her as an in-game character. Like because right. currently, like I mean, what did it matter? But now with her doing this, I'm really interested to see what happens next. And I want to know what Franklin's about to do. Because the man is broke. He's yeah. broke. He got a baby on the way. Yeah. He can't go get a real job. So what's about to happen, Latanya? Uh, that's an excellent question. I don't know. Like, I don't know what I would find more satisfying as an ending. One mm-hmm. in which Franklin has to just like live out the rest of his days knowing how close he came to mm-hmm. making it out. And he just has, you know, uh, or do I want him in prison? Like, I don't really want anybody in prison, right. honestly. Yeah. Um, and I don't want him to die. Uh, because that's been done. So I don't really yeah. know what satisfying ending. I'm hoping this show can give me one. Because I don't really know what ending would make me satisfied. That's true. This uh, They really have an opportunity to stick the landing here in a, in a way a lot of shows don't. Um, and I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if death is satisfying. I don't know if jail is satisfying. Right. Or like how they go to jail. Who How they die. Who all dies. You know, I think all of that matters. Um but we're yet to see, you know, any breadcrumbs into what that could mean. We haven't really talked about Wanda at all. So I don't know if her and Leon are still about to take off to Africa, if possible. Maybe they all go to Africa and live happily ever after. Sounds silly, but I mean, at this point, <laughs> anything could happen, I guess. Yeah. Um, one why, thing I why want to flag up. Everybody go to Africa, I guess. Yeah, let's just go all to Africa. That's the the great the great exodus, you know. Um, <laughs> so, Latanya, one thing I did want to flag up is this Teddy relationship with Franklin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very similar in my mind to the also relationship with Franklin. It's like, mm. oh, it's like something about Teddy. I mean, Franklin needing like that. Uh, I won't say role model, but yeah. just yeah, that parental a father figure. figure. Yeah, it's 
very interesting to me that, you know, he didn't have Alton growing up. Um, and so he latched on to Jerome and he's latched on to Oso and he's latched on to Teddy so much that a lot of this was just his pride. He was so hurt that Teddy would betray him because he thought we were going to be a family. You know, we're going to, like you said, go to barbecues and cookouts and stuff like that. A crazy talk coming from him. What did you think about that? And do you think that's a theme of the, of the series or is that just something they're inserting here now? No, I don't think it's something they're inserting now. I think it, that it's smart to trace it back all the way to the, like the the first episodes. Um, like, you know, we we do see Franklin and Louie driving around in the car in season one, and they see Alton on the street, and we see how much that hurts Franklin. I think that mm-hmm. he was able to harden his heart toward his father in particular, um, but uh, that doesn't mean that he hasn't searched for that kind of relationship in other places. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty, pretty obvious that like he felt hurt by what Teddy did in addition to having it hurt him, you know, on a financial level. Like he really did say that he thought that they were going to be friends for the rest of their lives, which is one of the most ridiculous things that I've ever heard in a TV show in my entire life. I got this image of, you know, Samuel Jackson hugging, uh, uh, what is it, a Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> holding on to him for dear life and crying. Um, you know, it's, yeah, he had found his, uh, his person. He found his person and he thought it was going to be Teddy and it wasn't because Teddy was about business and Franklin, uh, quite frankly, lost, um, he lost all sight of that, you know, and so, um, he lost sight of that in a lot of ways with his family, but Teddy was the one last thing that he was holding on to, him and Oso. And so with Oso yes. gone, Teddy gone, I don't know what that means for Franklin, but we will find out, I'm sure, coming up, because this week is our finale, Latanya. Woo! I know. I can't believe it. Like, yeah. we've been podcasting a lot, and to see these shows come to an end, especially a show like Snowfall, which is so good like it's just such Mm. a good ass show that like not nearly enough people in the mainstream are talking about like people are constantly talking about succession and with Mm -hmm. good reason but like you don't hear anybody talking about snowfall that's not like that doesn't look like us really um and it doesn't make any sense like this is a a prestige television show that has superb acting for the most part really good characterization and mm-hmm. really keeps you on the edge of your seat for 60 minutes every episode. So, yeah. yeah. I think it goes down as an underrated gym. You know, I, I kind of think of it in the same lines as P-Valley, you know, where it's like yeah. we watching it and we know that there are so many good. I mean, some of the performances we've seen in P-Valley should definitely have won Emmys at this point. Um, but they never will, you know. And so. exactly, Yeah. And these performances from Snowfall we'll never win those things as well, you know, unless we advocate for those things or we just give them, give these shows our flowers, you know, the flowers that they deserve, because if we don't do it, nobody will, it seems. Exactly. Yeah. So that's the wrap for the penultimate episode that wraps up our podcast. Latanya, what do you have going out, going on outside these uh, snowfall streets? Um, just a few things. Um, I know that this show is also over, but you all should check out our coverage of Swarm if you haven't already. Uh, Chappelle mm-hmm. joined me and Mari for uh, the final two episodes uh, discussion, and it was great. And yeah. it was like it was a it was a connect reunion, even though we mm-hmm. meet every week. 
Uh, <laughs> but we got the whole crew together to talk about the last two episodes of Swarm. And I think that you all, if you like Snowfall and you liked Atlanta, then you would really like this show a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I am also podcasting with Mike Bloom, uh, which is honestly an honor uh, and makes me very happy and nervous all at the same time. And we're talking about the final season of Barry because this is just me with final seasons. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is. Um, so check that out. I'm also talking about The Mandalorian. We're doing the feedback show with DM Philly and Brendan Fitzpatrick for that show, which is also about to end. It's about to have its final episode of the season. So I'm going to have to get some more shows, I guess. Um, still ongoing, though, is Versus. We are tackling uh, Succession versus Yellow Jackets. And uh, another week where these episodes are similar in tone, despite the fact that they are completely different shows. They're all dealing with grief and they're all dealing with trauma. So um, check that out on Versus. And then finally, you can check me out on uh, the Top Chef Rehap Up with Haley and Kurt, uh, where we had uh, uh, another chef uh, this week come to join us for the podcast and uh, Chef Jim was there. So that was a lot of fun. And we talked about one of our most uh, like at least favorite probably episodes of the season, uh, but mm-hmm. still uh, something to enjoy. If you want to see everything I'm talking about and more then you can follow me on Twitter at LK Starks. If you want to see what I'm posting on Instagram, you can follow me at Stormborn 1222 Chappelle. What are you mm. up to? You're always busy. Yeah, but uh, like you, things are coming to an end for me as well. Um, I was recently on the Survivor uh, B&B on Rob Has a Podcast, talking to the very, your very own Mike Bloom and Dr. Liana Boris about goofy stuff from last week's episode of Survivor. Uh, so if you didn't check that out, go ahead and do it. We talked a lot about goofy stuff. It was very, it was very goofy, and that's how the BNB gets down. And so I was in my element. Um, as you stated, we re- recently wrapped up our coverage of Swarm on the Connect. So check me out on that finale coverage. I got to crash it with Marty and Latanya and throw a little chaos into the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of shows that are ending, Abbott Elementary. Uh, we're still doing the podcast, me and Gia. So. Um, by the time you hear this, uh, I believe that podcast should be released as well. Tune into Abbott Elementary at Post Show Recap to hear what we had to think about what we said about the last two episodes of Abbott Elementary. Um, somebody won Educator of the Year and Taraji P. Henson showed up. So check that out as well to hear our opinions of that. Um, Bel Air is starting to wind down as well. I think we're down to the last four, three episodes of Bel Air. So Puya and I are still covering it on Bel Air Post Show Recap. And if you haven't been paying attention, Ariel and I dropped our most recent podcast talking about the month of March in Grey's Anatomy. So subscribe to Post Show Recap's main feed and get into that as well on our podcast series called Grey's Anatomy's Anatomy. But that wraps up my plugs. Follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show. Follow LaTanya at LK Starks. And of course, Mari at Mari Talks Too Much with the number two. And until next time, when we return to talk about the season finale of Snowfall FX, season six, episode 10, The Struggle, peace. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 